and welcome to Patches and Podcast. My name's Dom. I'm joined by Hamish. Hi everyone. And joined by you. So we're here to talk about the highlights of E3, some games and some movies that we've been enjoying for the last couple of weeks. If you want to ca- uh, if you want to email us or get in contact with us on our social media, we have uh, Instagram, which is Patches In Official. We've also got a Twitter page at Patches In. We've also got Gmail, which is Patches In Official at gmail.com. We also stream at Mixer and Twitch. Uh, so our Mixer one is uh, mixercom Patches and Gaming, and our Twitch one is Twitch. TV at Patches and Gaming. So, guys, what are you up to this week? So I'll start with you, Hugh, since you look very excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep up all this E3 news. Try not get too hype about it. Yeah, it's quite a lot that's came out this week. Why would you yeah. not get hype about E3? I get hype. It's, it's the Christmas of gaming. I get hype every year and it just destroys me by November. Is it your wallet? Yeah. <laughs> wallet yeah, and expectations. Is yeah. It? Mm. But... This year, this year sounded good. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to start with Microsoft, yeah, because they had quite a big press conference. And Sony weren't there. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think Microsoft is the best one. They announced the new console. Uh-huh. Didn't show it. Didn't, didn't show you? what it could do. Yeah, talked about it. They talked about it. It's a bit yeah. early to be. Well, I suppose it's holiday twenty twenty. Uh, they already know happened. when it's coming out, so I'm assuming they they already have most of the lockdown. Yeah. So, oh no, they gave us some stuff about it. Uh, the SSD, the, like the special SSD that's going to help with loading times. Yeah. 8K I, resolution, 120 frames per second. I have to buy a new TV again. <laughs> are, you looking, are you looking forward to the Halo announcement as well, with Halo? Oh, yes. 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 I, I've waited so long for another good Halo. The Chiefy Chief? Since Halo 3, pretty much. <laughs> I've waited for a good Halo. Yeah. 4 was. Average mm-hmm. five was a disappointment. Yeah, I don't count Reach. Mm. I never really played never Reach. Played it, I've never played Reach, but like, I don't count that as a mainline Halo game anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, ten years, over ten years, twelve years is a long time to wait for such a big franchise. Yeah, to, to hit you with another sequel. Yeah, there's always that worry after such a long wait. Is it going to be worth it? Yeah, but yeah, especially after five's disappointment and maybe it won't sell anymore. Mm-hmm. And if, if it no. doesn't sell, then... Halo's going to sell. It's Halo. The Xbox will probably fail if Halo fails. That, that's, that's how it'll go. No, I don't think so. I don't, well, I don't think Halo's going to fail at all anyway. I don't think people are going to be... Even though it's been a while, no one's going to be like, Oh, remember that game? You know, they're going to be excited. They're going to be hyped. They're going to buy it, definitely. I hope it's good, though. I hope yeah. all the players as good as Halo 3. Yeah, we, we got a wee trailer, but obviously didn't show any gameplay or anything like that, but... Yeah, the, the trailer looked good. If, the, if that's what um, Xbox Scarlet's going to be like, looking like in cutscenes, that's definitely impressive. Yeah, yeah. all the details and the wee, like the wee sci-fi details you see in all the panels and stuff like Did that. Did you have any issue with the uh, Halo Five Guardians controls? No. Like, when I, I, they added like mechanics, like they had with like Halo Four with the sprinting for the multiplayer, they sort of implemented in Halo Five. The Halo Five multiplayer felt like Call of Duty. Yeah. But but yeah, it didn't feel like a Halo game. It was all in general with like your packs activating and. But going back to Halo Three has made me realise how slow Halo Three multiplayer was. Oh yeah, because we were playing that like, a couple of weeks ago, and like we were just doing the random like, one between Halo One and Four, and it was throwing us in Halo Two and Three. Yeah. And then you're like, man, was it always this sort of mundane slow, and yeah. heavy? I kept trying to sprint, mm-hmm. and I was just like, why am I not going any faster? Like, because I'm used to playing. Know, more modern FPS, yeah, or the Titanfall, or uh, like where mobility is, you know, really important. And but that's why Halo was more tactical. Yeah, it wasn't always about who could see each other first. It was about weapons and distance and stuff like that. But uh, hopefully, Halo Infinite can reach that nice 
mid ground between Halo 3 and Halo 5. Mm-hmm. Halo 5's multiplayer was too fast and had way too many Call of Duty uh, nods in it. And Halo 5's story was just disappointing. Yeah. I expected a big, giant, bombastic story with Master Chief becoming this traitor and having to fight off other Spartans. Yeah. And it was a kind of letdown. Yeah. There was one small fist fight near the end of it. the game and that was it. <laughs> and then you're just like... Yeah, it. I wasn't interested after that. Yeah. I, I completed it the day I got it and then never ever put the disc back in my Xbox. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. you for that. I always go back to the Halo 3 Master Chief Collection. As well. Halo 3's... Uh, it's going to be hard to surpass that. It was uh, the pinnacle of Halo, I think. But that's maybe just because we played it for so much when it came out. So yeah, thousands of games. So Hamish, anything in uh, Microsoft that sort of jumped out at you? Definitely Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah! That's, I, was, I was excited about that. Being a big fan of the Witcher series, um, oh, yeah. and yeah, I was looking forward to it already. And then Keanu Reeves is in it, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe I twice now. You know? <laughs> that, that reaction at the end when he walked out was, yeah. was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, because we were talking about that a few nights ago. It was just like the reaction of like, was that Keanu? And then, and then, and then they came out. Like, they've not brought him out, and he was just coming out, just yucking it up in front of the <laughs> He seems so, to like enjoy every project he's in, though. So yeah. it, it looks like he could get into everything. Like he just. He throws himself in the deep end with it and does all the promotion and stuff for things he actually likes to do. So yeah. but that's the thing like I came across, like he thought this project would have been like a good sort of star role, but I don't think he knew like how much people in the gaming industry or the gaming platform like the gaming uh, fan base would like I take to him for just being that character. No, like, it's John Wick. Him, yeah, yeah, basically we just like, oh well, hold on, this is a whole different demographic. Or it like maybe acting can just lead us into these bigger parts that people would be talking about this for years. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be like a, a Witcher 3 style RPG? I've not it's, seen much gameplay footage of it. We saw the trailer. No, they, re- they released. Before, the, they before that, seven, they, they released a, minutes, big, like? uh, a good, good chunk of gameplay. Alright. Oh, no, I didn't see that. It does look good then. Apparently, they're, they were saying the other day that they're also looking at expansions as well Witcher 3 style expansions which I don't know they just I don't know you've played so, them but uh, one of them was like 20 hours one of them was like 10 hours yeah. roughly those are film so, games I play uh, well that, I mean that that would be a film game never mind on top of like Witcher 3 if you wanted to do absolutely everything could take you hundreds of hours you yeah. know, like if you wanted to really play absolutely everything but um, it's just good as well that I think he's he's quite a large part he's not just like oh here's a cameo do this mission with Keanu Reeves it's, he's going to be like alongside you and I saw him talking about it the other day and mm-hmm. that's about what his motives are and is he really helping you is he using you to get his own end but yeah. you know he didn't give too much away but it'll be interesting to see but a lot of people are just like can we fuck Keanu Reeves <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like come on guys he's leaving me in the game <laughs> well, you leave me in the door for 10 minutes and you're just about to bang him <laughs> but yeah uh, that does look really good I'm yeah that's a day that. one buy for me I don't usually buy games like straight away anymore mm-hmm. but that one definitely looks good I'm massive on the cyberpunk as well what did you yeah. think about like a lot of the uh, Microsoft buying up quite a lot of studios especially with the acquisition of Double Fine that they announced there as well yeah they, they, they seem to be buying up all the the interesting studios that mm-hmm. are there like you know, the ones that make their own kind of niche games mm-hmm. they bought Ninja Theory and um, Double Fine Obsidian yeah who was the other one they bought yeah, I know, they bought a lot they bought yeah. like 14 studios or something but those are the ones I liked they they have they have realised that they need exclusives and they realised they've got a lot of money yeah. <laughs> and they went instead of building their own studios let's just buy these ready made 
do you think because of if, uh, Epic and doing what they've been doing with all their competitiveness against Steam that they're just doing this as a power play move to yeah. sort of buy a lot of the have exclusivity on the new Xbox oh, Sony's won this generation generally through exclusives mm-hmm. look at the list that PS4's got God of War Horizon Zero Dawn Spider-Man stuff like that like yeah. I don't think there's uh, there is experience as good as that on the Xbox, but you can also play them on the PS4. Yeah, so, so it's like you only have that one console for it because you can play all those games that yeah, you wanted yeah. to. I've completed, I've completed Horizon, Spider-Man, and I'm most of the way through God of War now, and all three of them are great. Like, can you think of any, like, this gen for the Xbox One that you're just like, oh, that's that, that's a reason to have an Xbox One? Because now, with a lot of it, like, uh, with me, mine was Cuphead because it was exclusive on the Xbox One. Now it's a Switch game Now it's well. a Switch game as well as being on PC. And a Tesla. But there wasn't anything that was really screaming out for me on my Xbox. Well, apart from Scaleboom, we all know what happened with that. Yeah, but then it's more because I like, you know, I like my Platinum games and that. But it's very, it's been a, so weird to see Microsoft in that sort of dry position. this yeah. generation. Well, I bought it for Halo, mm-hmm. pretty much, and then I gave up on the Xbox One around halfway through the generation, just concentrated on PS4 games. Yeah. And then the One X was coming out, and I'm a bit of a tech geek. How many cases is it? <laughs> it's got four cases. <laughs> so I wanted to see, I wanted to see how good that was with the third party games, and it is. It's, it plays them a lot, a lot better. Yeah. So I was always a an Xbox fan more than a PlayStation fan, but I got a PS4 partly for the, the exclusives and partly for the VR. And, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Like part of you does think I could have just bought a PS4 from the get go and had all these exclusives and been able to play all of these games. Because yeah. apart from Halo, there's not many things that jump to mind that you would need an Xbox to play. Obviously, yeah. like you said, Cuphead, but that's you know not anymore. Yeah, because so. a lot of it's like um, if you not got it, if you've not got it for the Xbox, you can always buy it on the PC. Yeah, yeah well, that now. What's that called? Windows. Yeah, just anywhere or play, play anywhere. Yeah, play anywhere now for it. But yeah, um, so uh, for me. Seeing Gears 5 being there as well. Yeah, that's a very interesting cool. trailer with your Billy Eilish sort of Billy, music. Uh, and I was, because I was wondering, why is that sound, that voice sound familiar? I went, oh, it's her. I know from that, just from all the. You said that so she was an ex girlfriend, though. Oh, that's <laughs> her. It's because I kept hearing like that bad guy meme going on over and over again. So uh, that's why I'm like, oh, it's her again. <laughs> um, no, no offense, like about music or that. But, but they've dropped it all. Of War? Of War, yeah. yeah. Which is Gears 5 now. But it, like, we were talking about it, it's just like, that's just like, it's game changing in there. It's like, game 5, <laughs> Gears 5, sorry. Gears 5. Who, who ever said All of War? Like, when we I'm were playing really it, we'd be like, you want to play some Gears? Play some we games. never said, do you want to play some Gears of War? Like, yeah, but you don't usually expect them to just take the acronym and change the game. Mm. Yeah, and then still keep what, you know, the, uh, the sequence going. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. It might be just called Gears, and then... Seems uh, that kind of like standalone. I've been reading about it because I'm actually really interested because mm-hmm. I've got four and it just kind of passed me by because I don't think it was that interesting. Yeah, I, I was very like. It seems like to see the the now Microsoft set up the studios to take over the Halo and Gears franchises from mm-hmm. Gearbox and Bungie. Mm-hmm. They made 343 for Halo and Coalition for Gears. Like, it seems like they're really safe. They play it super, super safe. They don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. See, so when it comes to like their fandoms, I mean, you, you know, you know people that have got like Gears tattoos or they've got you know Master Halo, Chief Master Halo, Chief helmets on them and stuff like that. Other yeah. things like that, and you don't want to essentially piss off the fan base because they're the people that are going to be buying your game essentially. Yeah. And if you like stray too far away from it, then you're going to make no money. And if, but if you Play to it to say people are going to just say, "Oh, that game uh, is just a clone of the last game." A lot game. of innovation would be new. nice, though. Yeah, yeah you, need, Halo, you need a balance. Halo Four was, I think, 343's first 
and it was it was very stale. It was it was just Halo all over again. But then no they added in jetpacks and stuff, which they took from Halo Reach. Yeah. And they added it yeah. into that because it was like people were saying, well, they had jetpacks back in Reach. How did they not have them in Halo One and Two? Well, that would have really helped. Oh, Halo One, Two, and Three because that would have helped Chief. You know, <laughs> yeah, because everywhere just walking, just everywhere. walking slowly everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, it just seems like Coalition played it safe with Gears of War 4. Mm-hmm. So, and Gears of War 5 looks like the Phoenix family takes not a backseat, but they're just supporting characters now. Yeah. This new character who's maybe half locust, half yeah. human. Yeah. Looks interesting though. I, I definitely want to play it. Um, I need to play Horde mode again. Yeah. I love that. I mean, we mm-hmm. used to play that, that Gears of War 3 for hours and hours and hours. The, the new escape mode looks good though. Yeah, yeah I was trying to play the 3, 3v Horde sort of mode for uh, it as well. We have to sneak in and destroy the Horde before it, they can get you. Yeah, the nuclear bomb. Yeah, we'll get some streaming of that on the, the mixer or the Twitch when that comes out. Yeah. But fuck that, guys! Gears Pop! Gears Finally pop. got to see that. Holy oh, shit! Two years in a row at E3, we got to see Gears Pop. <laughs> and I was like, so I was like, this is going to be so good. And then it was a mobile game, and it made me yeah. depressed. Actually, was like really made me sad because I was like, this could be. We were discussing about it. Hamish saying it was like could be the next Lego. Yeah, Lego yeah. Gears basically. Yeah, and they kind of dropped the ball by making it sort of like a, a mobile app, which is very. Like, hmm? E3 was full of mobile apps yeah, this year. Really pushing for. Well, Bethesda, Bethesda had like. Well, they were pushing the like, same with uh, uh, like the uh, Elder Scrolls sort of game, the mobile one. Now you can get it on Switch, but oh, still yeah. Blades or something. Blades, like? uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. It's the only one guy that liked that was getting lots of money to scream. Yeah, yeah. woo. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> but with the gear, like Gears Pops, it's just like something that I thought was going to be like great when they finally got to see some gameplay of it. Turned out just to be another. Cash. <laughs> yeah, catch a gone cash grab. So yeah, game uh, made d- me sad. They really do seem like cash grabs, all these mobile games. And yeah. I mean, I think it was the last E3 when Blizzard showed the next Diablo game that everyone oh, was really yeah. excited for, and then it turned out to be a mobile game. And everybody hated that. And then so, the, the Immortal Line came out of, what are you guys angry about? You've all got phones, uh, right? You've all got phones. <laughs> and you're like, oh, The natural reaction to that should have been, right, okay, gamers don't want phone games, but. Obviously, they've, they've turned a blind eye to that because they think, well, phone games make money. Yeah. <coughs> Coming out with that sort of line to a lot of people, they forget that the people that wanted to get the Diablo or they play the Overwatch aren't, you know, on their phones. They're playing on, like, PCs. Yeah, they cost them, like, two, three thousand pounds. Dollars. Yeah, they're not interested in playing it on their phone. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they barely go outside or socialise that way. I mean, they're not, they say, like, you know, <coughs> gamers can't, like, you know, go out and socialise, but a lot of the ones that are playing competitively want to be playing at a Indoors rig. at their rig. Yeah, not they pay a lot of money for. I don't think it's even a problem of having mobile games. That's fair enough because there obviously is a market for it. But mm. don't tease a game mm-hmm. and then wait and then say, oh, by the way, it's a mobile game. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, you didn't know Gears Box was going to be a, a mobile no. game. That's why you got excited about it. If they had said from the get-go, Gears, we we're working on a new Gears mobile game, then you would have figured yeah. it out and you wouldn't have got your hopes up. But but then I kind of watched the trailer, the one they released like uh, last year for it, and I noticed that it said I like Apple Store and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was just like I was too excited to see that that I didn't miss uh, that right, out. Okay, yeah. But. Again, you know, it's still it's still bit disappointing that kind of like a rip off sort of Clash, Clash of Clans. Yeah, Clash of Clans. So we're looking forward to Gears Five. Yep. Not, not looking Gears forward 
years ago. Years no, no, but that is well. Right, on to the, the major news. What's the major news? Major news at this E3 was Final Fantasy VIII. Fucking major news. Final Fantasy VIII. How did I know? Oh, yes, that so, right. be your major set, news. Set the scene, Q. Right. Set the scene. It's been 20 years. <laughs> 20 years? 20 long years since I've bought Final Fantasy VIII. I've watched every Final Fantasy game come out on the Switch and on the Xbox. PlayStation. Heartbroken I was when it wasn't announced. It was very bizarre because then that trailer hit. <laughs> it was very bizarre that it's taken them this long to do it. Um, but then you hear, heard all the rumours that they you they know, lost the source code for the game, so they've had to rebuild it. Yeah. Right. Probably from like the PC version or whatever, but takes a takes a while to do them. It does, especially when the PC version was super glitchy, supposedly. Yeah. Well. It was rubbish. Yeah, and 8 is, is considered a black sheep one, even though it's still, like, the review scores for that was still, like, 9 out of 10. It was well loved. It's, like, the 5th best-selling yeah. game on the PS1. I, I enjoyed it. Because I, I, we were talking about it earlier when I was saying, like, that was the first Final Fantasy game that I ever played. Was it Final Fantasy yet? My first one as well. Yeah. And then I remember... Maybe should have you ever played Final Fantasy? <laughs> first one I played was 7. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, seven's up. <laughs> <laughs> seven. I'm just trying to bring in your negativity. <laughs> no, it's, it's not something I would play, you know, seven times, like eight times, like you've played with most other fucking Final Fantasy games. How many times you've played? Fifteen. Two and a half. Fuck off! You played more than that. I played it for over two hundred hours. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I, just, like, I need uh, my Noctis. I don't think those games are. You need your Gladio. Uh, my s- Swoliosis. Swoliosis. That sounds like a disease. Swoliosis. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a disease up your gym, right? I would say, oh, well, that's swoliosis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at me. That's what, what gladiosis has got. Gladiosis <laughs> is I, I think they're fine playing them once, but I wouldn't like pure, get excited over remakes and that. You know? mm. Well, I'm, I'm super looking forward to this. Like, I've got it for the PS1, but uh, if you've ever played it for the PS1, it looks like a bunch of pixels that have been thrown yeah. at a bowl. Uh, it's, it's not great. You'll forever see that meme with Renoa walking up to Squall at the party with Final Fantasy VIII going, you're the only good looking guy in here, and it zooms in his face and it's all pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. how can you tell? <laughs> but I remember I remember the soundtrack, it's one of my favourite soundtracks of a Final Fantasy, it was Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, it was really Just, good. Like, They're all now on Spotify as well. Yeah, it's great. That was, uh, it was announced at E3, but I think, I think they were... Do you know it's also on Spotify here? Oh. This podcast. It is on Spotify, <laughs> this podcast. This was 75% of the listeners. That's like three people listening to this podcast. <laughs> wow. Groundbreaking numbers, people. <laughs> right. Find us on Spotify, patch us in. Only got two episodes on right now. This is the third one. So three. Think, we'll, have three. We'll, have <laughs> we'll have three. We'll have three episodes. You're up. listening to come for what one night? Part of history, people. <laughs> <laughs> Get excited. <laughs> Get hype. If you are listening to it on Spotify, let us know on Instagram. Just give us a wee message or an email. To us. <laughs> We don't get out of this room, we just listen to podcasts and talk. Talk nonsense and have fun when we're doing it. So, uh, Final Fantasy uh, 7 Remake. Uh, finally got to see some uh, proper game footage of it. Yeah. Especially at the start of Midgar. Um, but you've also got to see, like, Tifa. Finally get uh, well, no, you've seen Tifa off before. Um, in, the in the first game that you can play just as well. <laughs> So we got to see Leave Tifa. <laughs> so we got to see Tifa, which is a big concern for a lot of people um, for it because she's got smaller tits. <laughs> so that's what a lot of people were thinking it was like the, what was going to happen. This is the size of a bus. It's not. That's, that's the most not the, part. Of this that game. is not like that is really not like you look at the old games that we had 
Lara Croft boobs. Mm. It, like, you know, it's about the character, and Tifa's one of the best written female characters you'll get in a video game. Have you seen the screenshots as well? They're not small. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's people just moaning for the sake of moaning, saying, like, they're not as ridiculously huge as they should be, and it's like, but she's a Bring back she's, her anime titties. <laughs> but, like, she lo- I thought she looked brilliant, and I was happy to see the mechanics actually. Be quite similar to the Final Fantasy Seven of old, like the active time battle. Yeah, and like, like I can't wait to see the weapons and commands. Yeah, that looks really good. I can't wait to see that. The animations of his actual like, limit breaks look really good as well. Yeah, it's gonna be it's, like to see that and uh, finally see what the uh, the cutscenes with Cloud yeah. and Sephiroth, like you know, yeah. everything playing on his mind and how they're going to implement that in a different way. So like the fact that's going to be one episode from Midgar and then everything after that is more episodes I prefer that like see especially how long it's taken to do it and uh, from early impersonations uh, early impressions impressions from the closed uh, bit they did in Las Vegas yeah E3 a lot of people saying it's it's by fans this game it's people that have been obsessed with this game for 20 yeah. plus years that have you have a hand in it here did you <laughs> did <laughs> I was the one that drew Cloud's face <laughs> just like, a little pointy face <laughs> all these wee spikes in his hair and I don't know like <clears throat> why it took them so long to do this like to hit that button hit the Final Fantasy 7 remake button well, cash was obviously going down and they went right we need an injection of cash soon yeah. so we're going to have to do another 20 versions of Kingdom Hearts 3 or something like that <laughs> yeah well, Final Fantasy 15 wasn't I don't think sales wise it was a disappointment but critically it was and they didn't want to lose that um, momentum fan trust but then they've been doing stills pretty well with like Final Fantasy 14 online and yeah, people are still playing through from that yeah. campaign but like again it's nice to see it finally you know, coming yeah I mean, I'm looking forward to I've got pre-ordered for 20, uh, February 2020 mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> look get involved in this <laughs> so here, here's what, like, what about Nintendo fuck Final Fantasy what about Nintendo <laughs> you can't just skip what? <laughs> <laughs> skipping Watch Dogs so, Legions you never even mentioned Square Enix you just went the big news Final Fantasy Final <laughs> Fantasy talk about Square Enix fine talk about Square Enix oh you want to talk about the Avengers game I don't know about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, right, you, I, can, you can start I this just, one. I just found out that there was going to be microtransactions, so I'm a wee bit glad about that. Depending on what they are, it may not need them, but. It's like different armors for Iron Man. I guess they? so, I don't know. It's, so, it's, did you see like there was going to be like console exclusive armors and stuff like that? I.e., right. probably Spider Man's going to be on so PlayStation only and stuff like that. Nah. I was going to, so I'm not hoping that's not what it's going to be like, because when they said it's going to be a continuating online story, and I was like. This doesn't sit well with me. Mm. This really doesn't, because it sounds very corporate lingo. Uh, very, like the, yeah. like oh, but we did tell you it was like that, and you're like, uh, that reminds me of was it EA was saying the other day. Oh, they're they're not loot boxes. They're <laughs> surprise, su- surprise mechanics. Surprise! We took your money. Very. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't even stop me with that because uh, at, at least respect the consumers enough to just be up front and be like yeah we've got loot boxes I don't know if it's because they're doing it like uh, in the UK and the guy who was questioning was Scottish and it was like you felt it was very personal when they were going that's not what you think it's like having a kinder egg you know and it's like that it's like it's not like that it's like the Hatchimals or Gold Unulet that's completely different from what it is that's physical you used to get that this is yearly you're already putting an upfront for it and now you're expecting me to pay more and then yeah, I'm not paying Tinder, you know, 50 quid, and then going, 
you know, an extra three, four, five every time I want a wee toy. <laughs> exactly, you're not doing that, and it's not a toy that you wanted, it's a yeah. random sort of choice. When you go and buy a Kinder Egg or you go and buy uh, that, you know what you're getting, but with like. This, there'll be like a range of six of them, you get yeah. one of them, it's, it's very up to the point. Yeah, and it's, and they're like, it's enhancing it, and people enjoy this sort of thing. It's like, that's what. You're getting the chocolate as well. Yeah. But EA's that's not giving you chocolate. Is that, is that what the thing is? EA's not giving you chocolate. If you, you gave chocolate? me chocolate with my little box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're not called little boxes, you. That's what they're trying to get away. That, not, that name is Surprise That's so. But yeah. It's um, awful, it's corporate speak. But yeah. So, um, anything else from Square Enix, guys? Watch Dogs Legion. That does look that's interesting. That's Ubisoft, though. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't Sorry, know. we'll cut with that. Is there anything else from Square Enix? Nah. <laughs> okay, right, right. I, I pretty much just skipped the whole fucking Square Enix okay. thing because I knew it would be all Final Fantasy shit. Okay, anything from Ubisoft? Yeah, Thanks. Watch Dogs Legion! I think that looks actually quite interesting. Like, yeah. it's, uh, it'll, but it's one of those things, it's quite a risky strategy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to have one protagonist that you can grow attached to over a time. You build them, uh, and, and you you know you grow a relationship, and that's your character. Mm-hmm. But now you've got this whole thing where you can have like, a team of different people, but you've got like permanent deaths, and it's definitely interesting. But it's I think it's either gonna be really good or really bad. Did you like the first two? Yeah, uh, I, no. I played and completed no. the first one. Uh, I'm like halfway through the second one. I think they're alright. They're the second one feels a lot better than the play. The first one was very, like, the story was very, I felt the story was quite restrictive. Watch Dogs, the first one was my first PS4 game. Oh, right, my okay. first next-gen game at the time. Alright. I was so disappointed. Yeah. It was so slow and bland. Yeah. Oh, you just, mean, like, the pacing of the story? Or yeah, you... like, I got... Yeah, so I got, like, sense quite, it held you back quite yeah, a lot for it. really, really slow. Like, I was expecting a showcase of... What I can do, and it was just no. It's the same as stealth, any, any game walk like that, through this stadium for the first part, and I just, just then the mechanics weren't that interesting either. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the and same it, as any game like that. You need to build up to that. No, and then things like here's a building that you've got to go, go through or get into to steal something. Mm-hmm. Here's a bunch of guys, and they'll set it up so you can like hack your way through. When it was much easier just to pick up a gun and just and shoot them. your way through. Well, yeah. But then that's like that's like badly designed. Yeah. Like, How is that badly designed giving you more than one option to complete a level? Well, because the game is all about hacking. Yeah, but you can still. The game H- is Hitman's all about stealth, but you can still just pick up a gun and shoot everyone. Yeah, but then you don't get the best, uh, the best ratings. But there was no, there was no fucking difference in Watch Dogs One between just picking up a gun and GTA in it, mm-hmm. or doing the actual thing that they've spent time creating the game for. Yeah, there was no, there was no uh, sort of choice to sort of go and do something different, and you got like an award for going a different yeah, way no, of doing there's that. There's no, no reward routes. for hacking the cameras, yeah. distracting guards, and doing it a different way, so and not killing anybody. So, would you rather they restricted you, where if you killed someone, it was mission failed, and you had to start over? No, I'd rather designed a better game. But how, would you, how would, would, what would you change about it? What would I change about it? Yeah. I'd make it so that if you used weapons, the game would almost punish you for it so you not be coerced into using the hacking technology but it would be better for you and the mission so if you use the hacking technology because you're, you're just a straight up murderer at this point you've just murdered like 50 people and you're met with the good guy in this story uh, so it's basically like, it's like kind of like not the hit, like, like hitman mechanics but punishing you for yeah. actually killing like how, how well can you go through this level being a badass so hacker so would you say more like, like a, a splinter cell you would probably like more of it yeah you, like the actual stealth part is the main part yeah I think when I played it and I found out you could just 
get a machine gun and shoot your way through. I was like, well, what's the point in me developing these other skills? But I think it's more because they're giving you that choice to say, like, if you wanted to go guns blazing, you can, mm-hmm. and if you didn't, you can do it this way. But there's no, like, they didn't have, like, a karma system or anything. It's not as good as GTA like that either, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's, the, the driving was pretty stiff from what I remember, mm-hmm. and the shooting wasn't wasn't great. The I think thing about GTA as well is the characters you go aren't good guys. Mm-hmm. They're most of the time bad people. You know, likable bad people. Mm-hmm. So and, and hero kind of. Yeah, when you're the hero, try the hero try to go through this story. A lot of the problems you I shouldn't think, have to shoot your way through five or six buildings I, and then still feel like the hero. Then I think the the problem is like uh, they they fixed a lot of those problems in Watch Dogs too. Yeah, see for because I remember like uh, enjoying the characters like especially with like you know, I think it's your first mission against the uh, the record producer guy. It's been a while since I've played that. Uh, and you you uh, you take the rappers guy that he's trying to sign uh, voice and you had to sort of manipulate it. Oh yeah, yeah. And you phone the record producer to give you like the money for the uh, record deal and he finds out that it's like he's just bit, like you know he's just wired 20 million to like some random person that's not this rapper guy that he thought he had and, yeah, so yeah, there are, there like are missions that you can't just shoot your way through and yeah. I, I was talking about Watch Dogs 1 yeah, I know, but, but I'm saying like I'm Watch Dogs it's improved. I, yeah it's improved from that so uh, I, I'm kind of excited for it but uh, I, I kind of fell off Watch Dogs 2 during it but there was bits I was like oh that was a lot better than Watch Dogs 1 I don't know if it was just because it's a newbie game you feel like Ubisoft has got like the foundation of every single one of their games yeah and they just, and they just tweak it add wee bits onto it because yeah. like, it does feel quite Assassin's Creed-ish they could just use the That's Assassin's Creed um, what's the one with the one in London <laughs> Syndicate or Syndicate, Syndicate yeah, yeah. and like updated it to make it look modern and then put these characters on it yeah, so it's just Ubisoft old moral games you have to always be sceptical that they're going to be good yeah um, but the, the mechanic that you can go every single NPC yeah is pretty that's interesting pretty yeah I like that sort of like uh, that actually that actually creates the illusion that you are a member of like Anonymous or something like that mm-hmm. so if everyone can do it and that, that's also tying back into the kind of play your own way you could have a whole team of stealthy guys or you could just have a team of like Brawlers, or you could have a you know a team of old grannies if you wanted to. <laughs> I'm 100 sure in this game you will have missions where I'll lock to one type. Yeah, yeah. I'll ha- you'll you'll definitely have missions that'll be like, like suited towards suited, a stealth yeah. person, suited towards. Yeah, I'm sure a, they might be brawler. suited too, but yeah, they basically you know a big part of it was that you can play your own way and you can have a team of whoever you want. It's probably best to have a balanced team so you can use certain people for certain things, but yeah, to sort of distract someone from one way and then use that yeah. sort. Of, they all have abilities and stuff. We'll but if they, if they are building up from. Yeah, you know, Watch Dogs too. I think they're gonna yeah. have every mission. You can do it different ways. I was super surprised there was a Watch Dogs three. This is Watch Dogs three, so mm-hmm. I was super surprised. I thought they would add just it. left it at two because I don't think two was even that bit much of a success. Well, it was. It was just again under controversy with the whole uh, day one. Um, Buy, buy exclusive from certain shops, sort of nonsense, but yeah. PLC all got split up between consoles and that. It was very ubi of them to do it. Yeah. So it was that was the only thing, but I don't think it affected sales, it was just they were trying to cast that net as wide as they can to make like as much money as they could. So it's like these big companies all have a caveat each that just disappoints you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ubisoft aren't as bad as others. No. Like EA, but they're just they're always buggy games sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when you, you know, like, uh, was it Unity? Was the was it yeah. Assassin's the one where the, the face? faces would disappear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just ah. the eyes and the teeth. Some, some, <laughs> sometimes it just happens. Hams the bit. Hams the messes. But then they release like <laughs> Rayman Origins, which is one of the best platformers of all time. Yeah. It's so bizarre. It's, it's a much smaller scale of a game, though. To yeah. Be yeah. I think they've got different studios for different things, and certain yeah, ones like, are more talented. Ubisoft Montreal. And, yeah. Yeah. There's different ones out there. So. Well I itself. just think Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed at this point are just homogenous. Like mm-hmm. you can play any of them and they all feel the same. Mm-hmm. I think it's what I meant to do though. So oh, no, the last, jump between the, them. The last two Assassin's Creed games were really different from the, the uh, previous that's iterations. Be- that's because of the criticism they got because the last few were very really similar. Yeah. Uh, and then you went right, we'll change it. So they made Odyssey and Origins the same. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm well more. Uh, cynical about this than you are, but I just think like with a Ubisoft game, you know what you're getting into. So if you don't like it, don't buy it. But I don't. Know, it just seems cookie, cookie cutter to me. Mm. A lot of their games. Speaking about being cynical, Bethesda's uh, conference. Do we want to talk about Bethesda? <laughs> There's only one thing I want to talk about uh, with Bethesda, and that's uh, Doom Eternal. All right, I was All I right. was going to guess it was uh, Elder Scrolls Blades. Oh no, God no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doom Eternal looks awesome. Yeah, it uh, does. and if it doesn't, if it's anything like the first Doom, it's going to be tits. Uh, again, that was one of the games that I was really surprised at. That hey, do you want to know the plot of this story? No, you don't want to know anything. You just want to go and kill. Oh, just go and kill. Here's a shot. Here's a shot. Go and kill. Rip their heads off. And that was yeah, and it was fun. I'm having as well. And Doom, like you know, and I remember when they released early footage of this. The Doom that just came out uh, recently. Doom 2016. Yeah, they had like sort of a realistic sort of Doom aesthetic and it looked very Doom free, but they had on the original Xbox, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was and that it very, yeah, and then you're like, ah, hopefully we're not going to do that. And then suddenly this came out and it was completely different, it was fun, it was a adrenaline rush, it was, yeah. you're like, oh, one more of that. And lo and behold, with this announcement, oh, you knew Doom Eternal was going to come. Uh, but yeah, it looks looks really good. Uh, otherwise, through Bethesda, Wolfenstein games always look good. Like Doom, I think Doom and Wolfenstein are the Bread and the, the best series yeah. right now. Like Wolfenstein One was great, under underrated. Wolfenstein Two was really really good. Also super underrated. Mm. Like some of the, like the the shooting mechanics in those games are difficult because they've designed it for fast run and gun. But then made it difficult. So you're like, run, gun, run, gun. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, stop. Uh, I played through the first one on like the crushing ultimate difficulty or veteran or whatever. Veteran. It was like the hardest difficulty. Please help me, just, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you just you, you can't run through it. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you need to kind of take corners and that. And yeah. yeah. On the one hand, you want to run, be able to run about and enjoy it, but. But it does seem like they've designed the game for you to run through it. Yeah. Like it's it, because you're so used to sort of a lot of modern day shooters that you can do that and regen your health. When you're sitting going, why is my health not regen? Oh wait, I've got to pick up packs. Oh, uh, what, that, I remember that when I first played it, going, oh, that's pretty awesome. But it's because it's like something that you're so used to, like you know, even maybe 15 years ago, coming back, you're just like, wait, this is this is what like, an old mechanic, but yeah. you still once you get Halo, used to it. Halo changed that, didn't it? Yeah. Halo changed that. The yeah. overshield and stuff like that. That still had um, health that you. Yeah, you had health, but yeah, you got rid of that. Was there anything else from Bethesda you were? That that guy that was shouting woo the whole time. He was the real star of that show. (laughs) He was a paid man, he must have been. Or really good. Fallout 76 that interests anyone because. I I tried it on that free week that they had just last week, and it it is a really good 
transition from you know it does really feel like you're playing Fallout online, mm -hmm. which is good because a lot of games they they have an online version and it just feels like a different game. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online was quite a lot like yeah. that. Yeah, Kev would sit and play it. And I'm like, this doesn't look. Is this, this Elder Scrolls? He's like, yeah. It doesn't look does it look like? And I don't, and I don't play any like any like uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, or anything mm -hmm. like that. But you could look at it from like this is what or like that's. You have my yeah. Morrowind. I do. Still in the house. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a battle royale mode that they're adding in. Yeah. Like though, isn't it? Like it's just everywhere. They're just I'm sick of it. Mm. They, they came out. They came out at first, and they did that cynical thing of going, "Oh, guys, you know, we got some criticism for that game. Oh well." And it's like no, you, re you released an unfinished game, and yeah. it took the people to and the canvas the bags and stuff, and released people's emails they, they, and credit card. I think they literally just got the canvas bags like a couple of days ago. <laughs> And they know because because Fallout has such a passionate fan base, mm. people will still buy this. Yeah, yeah. And then the, was it not they were banning players for having too much, playing it too much and yeah. stuff like that? Like, Punishing players. Just a, it's, they're just bad with Fallout seventy six. There's nothing. There's no good story to it. There's no upside. Yeah. yeah I don't, but don't if worry. You play Fallout. Play Fallout three or four. But don't worry, they've got people that are giving you quests. There's actually people in the world. Yeah, they made that, like, yeah. that shouldn't be a big reveal. Like, oh, NPCs are back, and it's like, back? Where the fuck were they? <laughs> Why the fuck weren't they there? Like, exactly. it's, it's because it was like an unfinished game, you know? It, it, it just it strikes me as insulting to come out and make a joke about it. Like, yeah. See, especially to your fan base, but then yeah. like the people that were there, you clearly... They ate it up. Uh, they, they probably paid to be there. Though, well, a lot of, from what the rumours were going about was that a lot of people were intoxicated were out there. Ah, there was, I was going to say that, like the guy that was shitting, there was apparently an open bar. And that's the best way to get your crowd on the side. <laughs> that's one way to get those I'd, I'd, I'd wear a Bethesda t-shirt, Bethesda hat. Playing, doing, doing your fit boy poses. <laughs> playing the, the, the Elder Scrolls blades. And Fallout Shelter on another phone. Bethesda, my tattoos! As long as you get me three more drinks, I'm good. All right. What do you mean closed? <laughs> on from the trash fire that was Bethesda. Yes. Done. Are we going into the light? We're going into Nintendo! There we are. Right. The nicest 45 minutes you get to see on a direct. Banjo! Banjo being announced was awesome. The hero from Dragon Quest as well. Yeah, all the heroes from Dragon Quest. Yeah, well, most, uh, most of them. Change them. Would, yeah, you can switch about with you them. You know Dragon Quest RPG? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's very interesting to see from that. And like, if you've been playing Smash or uh, uh, been keeping up to date for it, like. Uh, Banjo being announced was pretty awesome. Because, That's like, 20 years in the making, because I think people have been asking for him since the first one. It's because he's such a lovable guy. Banjo, uh, Banjo 1 and 2 uh, like, are really solid games. Yeah, uh, and they're N64. Like, so when you think Banjo, you think N64. Yeah. Even though they're owned by Microsoft now, which yeah. was a it's a nice thing for Microsoft to do that. Well, it's because what else are they going to do with Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, like, yeah, they did yeah. the nuts and bolts and that flopped because they, they forced in a mechanic that didn't make any sense with the driving and stuff into a world that's, you know... Well, Rare isn't, isn't the same Rare. It's all different people that run that company now. Yeah. But Microsoft allowing them to use Banjo-Kazooie is nice of them. I want to know what they're getting back for it, though. Is it money? Are they oh, going to like, Game Pass and stuff like that being on uh, the Switch and getting advertisement on that? I'm assuming that's the main reason for yeah, it. Rare, Rare Replay was just added to Game Pass. Yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. So there'll be like things like that. Like the people, like, the nostalgia still sells like crazy. Yeah. And if they said uh, we're going to release Banjo Kazooie into a 
on the Nintendo Switch. Obviously, Rare and Microsoft. Microsoft will get money off of that. Yeah, yeah, they would. And you'll have like your portability for that. And then if they ever want to do, say, like Banjo Free, 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 if they ever want to do that, uh, you can put that on the Switch, and that would sell like hotcakes. Microsoft would make hot a kicks. bit of hotcakes, and Microsoft would make money from that. And then the reaction that you see me people had for it, Greg uh, Kurpo, the composer, like the most of Rare's stuff, yeah. the catalog on the N64 is doing the music. For the current one as well. Was uh, he the Donkey Kong Country? Yep, Con- Donkey Kong. Uh, D- Donkey Kong Country uh, rap. He wrote that. <laughs> yeah. All he did a lot of the voices, like uh, the goofy, like uh, bug eyed uh, characters. Donkey Kong. It's yeah, he's. That's only what I know. Uh, he did Conkers. <laughs> <laughs> he did Conkers Bad for Day. You know, he did. Um, uh, just the golden age of Rare. You see, yeah. late nineties, all the insects, Killer Instinct, and stuff like that. Any time they did play a game like that, they would do, do it, and then they would set a bar doing it as well. Force Gemini. Yeah, that was him as well. Well, that, that was them. I read it. That just testing his knowledge. Yeah, perfect dark. But, 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 but they didn't do it wrong. Do you even know? No. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck can you test? <laughs> but yeah, That's it was insane. it was interesting, and I hope that uh, with this we do get another banjo kazooie game. Because it would be nice to see it, especially with like the way that they sort of changed them for Smash. Yeah, he's a bit more cartoony in that, and he's the, not like the, fat banjo from yeah. Banjo Nuts and Bolts. But it's more like uh, it was nice to see the video as well with uh, K. Rool, Donkey Kong, and Diddy all in the house and all that, and then I doing love the Donkey fake Kong's out. face. He's yeah. always he's always like staring out the window <laughs> like a mad creep. Yeah, <laughs> just up on that. So um, again, it was pointed out that uh, K. Rool being in there was a bit strange. Because like you know, Donkey why would they hang out? They're enemies. But then it's because like we we, we hang out. <laughs> it's because Donkey Kong uh, Country, uh, K. Rule, uh, K. Rule's a rare character as well. Right, okay. Donkey Kong Country, rare game. Diddy Kong Racing, rare game. Yeah, that's true. And then with Banjo being there, that's why they're all pure hype and doing that. So it's us. They're, 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 they're all boys. Well, the boys are back. Just get the wee <laughs> Spider-Man meme now. <laughs> <And have all laughs> the when the boys are there. But uh, yeah, for Smash, looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, I'll be downloading that as well. Yeah. I need to get the fighters pass actually. Anything else from the direct that you were just like blown away by or surprised by? Panzer Dragoon. They the remake, the first one. <laughs> you set me up there. You knew I, I was back. <laughs> it's been itching to talk about Yeah, remake of the original <laughs> Sega Saturn game. Mm-hmm. It was all, it was already on the Xbox and Panzer Dragoon Auto, oh, the, yeah. the, the original. Uh, so this is a remake for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I think I think they might remake the other two if this one sells well. So how many copies are you gonna buy? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, first box. <laughs> well, Panzer Dragoon, if you don't know, it's a uh, rail shooter. Mm-hmm. You fly a dragon, shoot lasers from your dragon. Sounds a bit. How yeah. cool does that sound? Yeah, sounds realistic. Kind of. It does sound realistic. Game of Thrones doesn't have that. No, I had lasers now, but I had dragons. I had dragons. I haven't seen too much. I don't want to look at too many trailers and stuff like that because I don't either want to be disappointed or too hyped for it. But I will get it when I see it on the eShop. Or is it not a remake? That is a remake, but these remakes can go one of two ways. Yeah. They can go super good or it's, it's not like you're going to get spoiled, so why, why wouldn't you just watch the trailers to see if they are if it does look good? I'd still like to see a bland trailer, because it's got such a nice art like art. But then design. you know not to buy it if it looks shit. I'm going to buy it anyway, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's shit. Stop yelling at me. I want Panzer Dragoon Saga. <laughs> remake Panzer Dragoon Saga. Hashtag remake Panzer Dragoon Saga. You're not getting that trending. No one cares. <laughs> so many people care. Because <laughs> uh, you can't, you can't um, emulate 
well you can but it's super difficult and I don't know where, where they're at with Emily as we're going saga it's so fucking rare as well in this country it's like 300 quid for a mm-hmm. copy so what? yeah it's yeah, it's insane do you not know how much like now these, buy old games, games like you mate like I, you've, you've told me a few times like, when you've bought a game like that was only 100 quid I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's a big condition. Yeah, it's for a fucking twenty-year-old game. You know what I mean? But so vintage game, Hamish. Vintage. So it's not a fine wine, man. It is. (laughs) So Panzer Dragoon, buy it first day. Everyone buy it. Everyone buy it. Everyone buy it. No, fuck you. So your boy's back as well, like Luigi. Oh, he's back. Luigi's back in Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah. That, that looks amazing. Did you have a, a hands-on with uh, Luigi's Mansion too? On the I've got, yes. I've got Luigi's Mansion. I've completed one into. Yeah, uh, it's pretty fun. Isn't really, it, man? really good. Like I didn't expect much from uh, Luigi's Mansion too, because it was like how many years after it? Six, seven. It was a like good GameCube launch title. Ten years. Yeah, it was after. The and at this point, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to be any good. It's a bigger, no, better version. Oh yeah, it's really fun. The I was gra- shocked by it. The, it's creepy in certain bits, and the effects they use the ghosts, the yeah. translucent. Like multicoloured effects, it's really nice. Yeah. I'm hoping with Switch hardware they can make it look even better. Yeah, so we wee trailer they showed there with like uh, Gooigi, Gooigi, yeah, yeah. showing up. Um, is that his soul? Is this soul just green goo? I don't think it is. I really hope because like if he touches water, because like you'll be like what humans are eighty percent water or yeah. something like. Mm. like we're just giant cucumbers, I guess. What never. <laughs> 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 But Do you yeah. me about this? Why don't they release a collection? Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Well, if they're just making the third one, then they'll wait until it's done. I just, I would think there's so many opportunities to make like collections for the Switch. It's like the game. Zelda games, like uh, the remake of Zelda Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Just stick that on a cartridge. I'll buy that shit again. Uh, but with Luigi's Mansion, the people will be pissed off. Oh, here's this collector's edition one and two. Everyone buys that, and then oh, by the way, there's going to be three. And then what would they do after that? Like a collection, mm-hmm. collector's edition for all three? Like people are just like, just why are you Nintendo making me? They've done them, those things yeah, before. <laughs> they shouldn't. Man, that's just unless they genuinely had no plans whatsoever to make a third well, one. Season TV's used to that. That's just, just didn't they? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Kingdom Hearts collections? Oh, don't you start uh, with that, man. Jeez. You get 1.5, 2. 2.5, uh, then you get one and uh, 2.8, which doesn't make any sense. Then you get one that has all of them in it. And then you get one that's got all of them plus Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's not even double dipping, it's triple, quadruple dipping, and it yeah. just seems a bit shady. Like uh, Square Enix are good at that. But <laughs> Nintendo do it as well. Like, yeah. Why do you think they're selling the Pokemon double pack? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the same game. Talked Twice. about that on our, on our last podcast. Yeah. If you've not heard it, go and have a listen. Or yeah. Spotify. Listen on Spotify. Or Podbean. Probably better on Spotify. It's <laughs> <laughs> covering all the bases. It's shiny as well. So, um, what about the teaser trailer for Breath of the Wild 2? It's just in it, it's going to be like, you know, it's just saying it's in production because it's the same idea that they did with Metroid Prime 4. But at least you actually got to see something. Well, they're, us- they're using the Breath of the Wild engine, aren't mm-hmm. they? So, like, well, yeah. the reason that they're making this new game is because they had too many ideas for, like, DLC. Yeah. And they were like, could just make a game out of this? <laughs> yeah. Make some more money? So, Aye. Yeah. Oh, like, again, I would go back there. Yeah. That Hyrule was one of the best Hyrule. Uh, Leo's ever played on a Zelda game. Yeah, they've probably Would got. Would you say it high ruled? <laughs> <laughs> He's a tight with the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they've probably got a few games in that engine. I mm. think like they they spent a lot of time developing it, and then when you saw it for the first time, you're like, "This is insane." This, this is, is on a switch. This is like 
ten times bigger than Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Yeah. Ridiculous. The music. So, for uh, it was this is going to be like a Majora's Mask, which is a darker, you know, edgier story. It'd be pretty nice. Yeah. Because right. for that, because like the way Ganon looked as well. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like talking about it. So you just hear all the sort of stories that are going to come from it. From like, how long was the trailer? The teaser? Like 30 seconds? Yeah. People already try to pinpoint things that already happened. It's like, that's see what the, the, the intro where they had that before. Like, that wasn't like that was Ganon. It was Ganon and Zelda were fighting this. And that's when you're like, guys, calm down. Uh, that's that's why Calamity Gammon's that like Gammon. Calamity Gammon. Here's the title of the podcast. Calamity Gannon was. Uh, that's how that was created rather than yeah. just having Ganon yeah. or Ganondorf or anything from that sort of iteration of him and I was like alright that, that's pretty cool if they're going to do it that way but then what people can do in like 30 seconds of like a teaser trailer is insane yeah there's some obsessed fans out there yeah, yeah. look at it like frame by frame and seen, extrapolate like, all this shit that ends up meaning absolutely nothing like. but you've seen like when people were watching uh, when uh, they released the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer like yeah. they were doing frame by frame when they had like the check come in and they seen like oh like it says uh, pots Right, rather man. than uh, Tony Stark oh what does that mean and all that and then all the speculation came up from there because Tony's dead spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get a podcast taken off the air what is it dead the air like we're in the air for a radio show <laughs> oh Tony Stark is dead That's... Tony Stark is dead it's like the, the start of the trailer is him talking about how he misses him ah, well, so it's, it's too early he was right it's too early for Iron Man it's so Iron Man Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Definitely interested in it. Don't yeah. know much about it so far. Well, it's because not. It's just in production. It's the same same ideas like when they did uh, the Bio Three announcement and the uh, Metroid for, uh, Prime Four they announcement. Made, it's made, just saying we're we're in development of doing this. They made Majora's Mask in a year after Ocarina of Time with the same engine. Do you think it's the same thing this time? Oh man, I'd see if I can get another Zelda game in 2020. See if like uh, around November time again. That'd be great. Oh, if it's the same engine and, that, and they're using the same assets, then mm-hmm. there's no reason why they couldn't. Yeah. Especially if... Yeah, Pro. They might have been mm-hmm. working on some DLC, yeah. and then they just got loads of ideas, so they might already have a chunk of the game made. Developed, so, yeah. Yeah, probably most of it. And then speaking of like uh, Zelda games, the remake of Link's Awakening. That looks amazing. As well. That looks like you're, it's a toy world. Yeah. And Zelda's up there. <laughs> oh, so was the girl. My, my gaming credentials have crashed. <laughs> oh, where is it? Oh, spilled everywhere. <laughs> We're not cutting that about you. <laughs> Link looks like a little toy, not yeah. a toy world. I like this remake. It looks really fun. So, do you do you like when Nintendo do that with their characters, rather than just sort of give them a realistic look or keep them the same over and over again? Like Mario doesn't really change from game to game. Well, Link seems to change quite a lot mm. between them, but it's sort of like Wind Waker was like hated for the majority when it first came out because of the me. style for it. No, I loved it. I as loved well. it. As well. I bought it day one as well because it was on. Like I had a, uh, the GameCube and I put it on. And I was like, that would think it was my first proper Zelda game that I really, really liked because I I watched my pal play through uh, Link to the Past and Majora's Mask and he speed ran it. I was like, what's going on? And he was just going, nah, well, I'm like, no, bro, hold on, I don't need to know. Nah, you don't need to know. I watch the moon's coming down. Wait, what? What's the moon doing for that? Nah, <laughs> why why is the moon getting that face? Yeah, I know. Why is it so angry? You know, so <laughs> some some games I don't mind speedrunning or you know, basically trying to get through, but, Aye, but you're, you're missing out on so much. Again, so I was like, okay, that's I guess that's what a, a Zelda game is, and then but then I remember playing Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, like the old old Game Boy, and made I'm like, oh Jesus. The green screen, yeah, uh, and having fun with that, not knowing what the hell I was doing as well. 
But it was when uh, Martin, my brother, had uh, he got that for Christmas. He had Tetris and they had Link's Awakening. Bet he could play Tetris. Tetris more. Bet he played Tetris more. Oh yeah, Tetris. Oh, Tetris amazing. Um, Link's but, Awakening is one of the the best Zelda games, even though it's, it was technically you know, 8-bit mm-hmm. Game Boy game. It's all amazing. So the story in it was really good, and then it, like Mario was Mario was a character yeah. in it, and um, wee cameos and stuff. It was like loads of wee cameos by different uh, Nintendo characters. So what do you think of like doing sort of redesigns for it? Do you are you all for it? Yeah. If it's like you know makes this. We have a lot of Zelda games, like, and you have realistic Zelda games, and you have cartoony Zelda games. Yeah. Like, it's not like I've got this cartoony Zelda game now. They're only going to make cartoony Zelda games in the future. Do you think a lot of people think if it looks a certain way? That it's not doesn't look mature enough for them. Therefore, it's a baby game or it's a kid game. It's not for them because of their art style. I think those people are fucking idiots. Yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. Oh yeah. Who, who really cares? Is that people still in school arguing about that sort of uh, thing. Essentially, <laughs> but so it doesn't uh, put you off from that. No, sort it doesn't. They, they, it looks shiny. It's a nice filter they've got over it and stuff like that. It makes it look interesting. They're not gonna. They're not gonna make it look. It's, it's not, not bad. Change, it's not gonna change the mechanics of the game. And it's, it's also uh, yeah, it's not bad it's just different it's different I like it it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's attracts you to, to play the game so yeah. it's different uh, anything else from Nintendo Hamish that you've seen that you all I think we covered I think uh, Animal Crossing yeah. no no I played a bit of that on the, the 3DS I think it was and it's, it's alright but it's not you know, when it just like, you know lose your mind because it like, got pushed back or anything, you're just like, nah, oh, whatever. Well, those kind of games, I never have the, the patience to play them over a really long period of time, and you kind of need two of those sort yeah. of things, and I generally lose interest before I get all the way through them. So. You start trying to kill people in it and stuff like that. <laughs> Try like frying pan. <laughs> Why is it not letting me at this fucking cat? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> anything else from E3 that sort of jumped out at you guys? No, but there's a game coming out next week that they they show in the trailer for us. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Mm-hmm. I'll be getting that game. My Switch. Because you like the Marvel. Yes. We'll probably see a video of it on YouTube at some point, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Do we have a YouTube channel? Sure. We do have a YouTube channel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash patches and gaming. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> you didn't sound sure. That's youtube.com slash patches in. Gaming. Is it gaming? I was in case for what you could edit that out. <laughs> Is it gaming? I don't think it's gaming. Oh, okay. It shouldn't be. I don't think it's gaming. But that's why I've just patches in. Yeah, you got that there as well. That's it for that. So, guys, have you been reading anything interesting? No. Thanks, you. He <laughs> <laughs> so, can't read. <laughs> we just put this section in to hurt Hugh's feelings because he can't read. <laughs> I've been reading things and looking at pictures. Oh, what kind of pictures and what are you seeing? Violent pictures. I've been reading Berserk. Oh. It's really, really good. So this is your first... I say that about Everton. It's well, really good. It's really good. So this is your first sort of uh, read on this. You've never uh, seen the anime. You've seen the OVA or anything I've like that? Seen, I've seen the trilogy of the Golden Age art yeah. films. Never seen the anime. Uh, I've heard about Berserk a lot. It's, yeah. it's pretty famous. Oh, yeah. For something that's not got a mainstream like, way of watching it, there's no it's there's the, no big long anime to the watch. The reason why is because it's so slow and so like sort of given to you very slowly over the years it takes for them. It's so pages. Violence isn't that on Netflix though, like to, to watch it. Oh no, that's for the anime sort of new one. That that's the yeah, you know, yeah. There's like a 2016 onwards anime that is like. Awful, it's like yeah. cashing, it's, right. it's CG'd, it's not, not very doesn't good. Doesn't look uh, like, the, see the 
unfortunately it's cheap that's what it is it's not they didn't get the budget that should have got for like see in the graphic novels how detailed everything that this is why it takes years for like yeah parts of it to come out because yeah. i think his name is kenjiro mira mira yeah he he's a ridiculously talented artist don't laugh at the way i say it doesn't i never but like he's a ridiculously talented saw, artist like... the art in the, the manga is super detailed on every single panel to the point where I'm like, how did he manage to get this out? So it's so it's quite a dark manga. A lot of people die very quickly, and you don't understand why because it starts almost like in the middle of a story. Yeah. That then, then you get to the like, prologue. It comes. It goes back in time. Shows you what happened, and then for some reason starts at the Black Swordsman arc. He's running away from all these demons for some strange reason. You're like, wonder why this is. And then you watch the Golden Age art films. And you're like, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Some seriously horrible stuff happens to Guts. 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 It's. You'd like it actually. It's pretty brutal. It doesn't even have all the. You know how you don't. Don't think you're into like the. The Japanese tropes, mm. like all the weird big-eyed stuff that you. The weeb stuff. Yeah, you know into that. This is quite a Western style <laughs> anime. Yeah. yeah. Or manga. Yeah. Yeah, it's great for that. It's I recommend it. It's good. Uh, I've got the deluxe edition, which has got, I think it's three volumes in one, but it comes with a big leather bound hardback. Yeah, it's nice. It's really, really nice. Yeah, it feels a bit flimsy now and again because it's heavy. Mm. So I have to like make sure I don't yeah. rip it. But when I order them, this is the most annoying thing about it. They have a release date. Mm-hmm. I order them. And it's like four weeks later I get them. I don't know what if there's not enough and there's too many there's too it much demand be, yeah. yeah it may be demand for it man because it's like it's quite niche but because of that they don't make so much of them because yeah. they're so expensive so they've got to be like if we are making this this has got to sell this is uh, how I want to buy left some of them like, yeah. it's how I want to buy my manga as well I don't want to buy like the one yeah. the, the one volume at a time because it looks really nice in a cupboard, it does look like that, but then if you're wanting it to be sort of for yourself, personally. I've not got enough space to put all of them. I've got too many games, mate. I've got too many games. <laughs> well, you, Hamish, man, have you been reading that? I've uh, been leading. Re- leading? <laughs> leading, uh. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to lead into a, a joke there or something. Uh, I've been reading The Last Wish, which is, uh, is the first book that. That guy, that Witcher guy wrote that his name I can't pronounce. Oh, um, and and Andrzej Sapkowski. That's, that's like three or four yeah. awful attempts yeah. in that man's name. That, that guy, oh, I think it's his birthday today actually. Yeah, He's happy birthday, seventy-one today. Oh, he doesn't like fuck. the games, does he? But he doesn't like anything apart from books. I'm sure yeah. he, he said something like he was you, the only way. You can tell a story is with a book, yeah. so it doesn't really like movies, TVs. He's a bit of a grumpy bastard. But, <laughs> yeah. but he's like, when he seen like how much money the, game, the Witcher games are doing, he's like, "Hey, where's my cut of that?" He's like, "But you sold the rights to it, uh, so you don't get any cuts." He's like, "That's kind of bullshit." Uh, I'm sure that's not how you. That's actually, how I'm saying it, right? Anyway, Hamish. Uh, yeah, anyway, Hamish, continue. It's the, it's the first one they wrote. I think there's uh, the, the second or third book is set before it, but. An actual publishing that was the first one that was out, mm-hmm. and it's basically just short stories following Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series. Alright, um, so it's sort of a tie into, yeah. And it's, it's good, like, if you've played the games or anything like that, then you get bits of background. Like, he's known as like the Butcher of Blaviken, and you hear the story about being in Blaviken and how he got that name and things like that. And it's it's good, this because it's set up in wee stories, I can 
where I don't need, I don't feel like I need to read it all and fucking space it out just so that it lasts a bit longer, which is good. So you get like a, a beginning and the end of a story, and like yeah, it's, 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 it's like, a bunch of short stories. Uh, it's, short, it's short stories, yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. Um, they are, they are still like vaguely chronological, and there's like an overarching story yeah. that it goes back to, but with inserts of of really cool new stories, and it, it takes you back to like oh this could be a this could be a side quest in one of the Witcher games, you know, and it's. It's really cool. Some more details. Um, the plan is to eventually read all of them because there's a whole series of books. Uh, is it quite quite a long book? Dead long? It's not dead long, no. And like I say, you can, but I'm I'm just breaking up to yeah, just sort of make it last book. a bit longer. Yeah. It was obviously written in Polish, so is it a good translation? It's fine. Yeah, uh, they're. I don't even think that they've translated all of them. No, yet. They're, they're for some reason taking ages, and it shouldn't really because it's a big franchise now. Yeah, yeah. and it's. it's you know, you think it'd be easy enough to translate things now, but... Well, it's more like, you know, to find the right uh, details of it in Polish, because there'll be a lot of people that'll just be, you know, uh, selling it, and it's not like what the author intended to. Ah, uh, you can't, can't just put it in a Google Translate. Yeah, they just sort of click, click for that for it. You need to be, you know, of you know, the language for it. But I definitely recommend it to any fans of the Witcher series. It's a wee bit of background and nice. adds to the world, you know. That's pretty awesome, man. So... Uh, any movies we've been watching recently, guys? I know, like, uh, we were talking about movies last week, and uh, I think we may have brought up Godzilla. I think. I think we talked a wee bit about it. But, but we because we, we, we were dancing around it, because I hadn't seen it, but I've, I got to go and see it. Nah, I've not seen it. I don't think we did talk about it really, because I hadn't seen it either. But I've not seen it now. But oh, he's not seen it? Still not seen it's it. just fucking this big lizard fighting things. Like, I don't really care. To be oh, do you not care? Do you I don't really care. Know. You don't care about I, Big Godzuki? Godzilla's never been interesting. You've never been interested. <laughs> I'm going to tell Rory this later on as well. Godzilla's just a big fucking stupid lizard. <laughs> We've got a surprise for you, Hamish. Fuck cut that out. I could, I could just get like a model city and let loose like a Komodo dragon. No, it's, and, like, yeah, it's just like, oh, well, there you go. Get, get some moths in there. You've seen Mothra the first one? And, yeah, I watched get the first some one. Moths. The first one was good, wasn't it? It was alright. It, it, it didn't really keep my attention I just was just pissed off just just when Godzilla was like you know, getting into his fighting yeah it had, a, it, had, it had some cool moments but not enough to well see all those cool moments was good. they just took those cool moments and then made Godzilla king of the monsters yeah, <laughs> they just they made alright all right, so people came to see Godzilla fighting other monsters right, we didn't know that right okay <laughs> here's a film about Godzilla fighting other monsters uh, everyone loved it yeah. apart from the critics everyone loved it well, that's what I've heard like the, the criticism of the first one was too much human drama not enough Godzilla fighting and the second one's the exact opposite too much Godzilla fighting and not enough actual story so critics don't went except, except us yeah we're the, we're the, we're the, we're the de- definitive voice <laughs> I like everything. I see though. What was a uh, what was um, a breakdown like, man? Because you were saying that earlier. That, you were saying that. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. It was good. It was really good. I think I think there was more they could have done with the Superman type thing. More moralistic stuff. They could have made it more interesting, but they went for the the horror more than like the psychological stuff. Do you think that as well, Hamish? Yeah. Yeah. It went for gruesome. I think it did quite well though as a horror. But yeah, it did. It was creepy. It's a weird. You don't really think of like superhero horror going together, mm. but I think they did alright. It was a bit predictable. Like, well, is it, is it more because it was like uh, Superman has been done to death, basically? That you do know the sort of tropes we do. They're just like, okay, what about if we do it, but he's evil? Well, that, maybe we do this scene, but he's evil when he's doing it. Part, partly that, and partly just I think most, if not, you know, the, not all, but most horror films are really predictable anyway. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like you can you can even tell when the jump scares are going to be yeah. nine yeah. times out of ten, <coughs> and you can just you can just tell yeah. what's coming. You know? Yeah, is it more? That's why a lot more people are going for like thrillers, so like uh, like uh, us and stuff like that, more yeah. like a, a social thriller mm. uh, horror sort of movie. Yeah, they're a bit more underneath your skin and stuff like that. We, we this had uh, gore, a lot of gore in it, which was surprising. Really? Yeah. Well, if you think it, about it, what's his name? Uh, who did this? James Gunn? James Gunn and his brothers, he produced it, his brothers wrote it, I'm sure. Ah, okay. And then, I can't remember who directed it, but it was strange the way the, the way they, they set it up, mm-hmm. because instead of going, instead of going like Superman turns to evil, it was, they went, this is an evil being that was sent to Earth to jest it. You know, like the Dragon Ball story? Yeah, yeah. Where Goku was sent to Earth to destroy as, it. To destroy it. That's pretty much they pretty much stole Dragon Ball's premise, mm-hmm. but and they didn't have the yeah, Goku. The pod, the pod, uh, when he hit a certain age, puberty, sent him like that was a common messages, yeah. like take the world. Yeah, well, it wasn't like he was he was he had powers, he was good, and then he turned. He just as he started getting his powers was mm-hmm. evil from the start, you know. What I mean? But which was it was an interesting take on it because it's usually. Corruption and that, but yeah, he's, like, he's laid down that path rather than mm. like, uh, born. He was a bullied little kid as well. I get, I get he's were, fucking weird looking. He was weird, but I think <laughs> I, I bully him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little bully kid. Him so they hard. Played, <laughs> they played that, and he is turning into a wee psychopath because mm. he felt inferior. Then he found out he was superior, yeah. which made him just a monster. Um, I made him a monster. So like, the, I did see like the trailer that they released with like the is it the last scene in the dino? Yeah, with the class. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. that was like the big bit, and then him standing and just going for it. I have no idea where they had the big glass scene, and even though it was it's weird, just, it's, it's just for the gore. Basically, she, she looks up at the light, and then it shatters, and then she gets a bit of glass in her eye. You, you see her pulling it out, and it's, it's just for the gore. The scary part of that film is there's an unstoppable eleven-year-old boy uh, yeah. with the powers of Superman. Especially, with the, like, I don't know how they got away with so much Superman. Is that one of those film? No, they got away with so much Superman game. references, laser eyes, red cape, the flying, the, the his parents are Kansas farmers. He's an alien that came from space uh, and even a spaceship. the whole meteor thing, like yeah, yeah, that that's all Superman. Like he, no one ever went to see that film doesn't think of Superman almost instantly. Like oh, he came from space. Oh, he's got powers. Uh, but it's le- legally different, which is the best kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, overall, it was good. Elizabeth Banks plays oh, yeah. his, his mum. Yeah. She was usually good. I don't think I've ever seen her in a horror. I don't know if she's done a horror before, but she she yes. did it really well. Obviously, when you think of her, you think of a, a comedic yeah. actress mostly. But now she did well because she was in like uh, Zack and Mary and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't know why I just drew to that one, but she's been Virgin as well. Virgin, yeah, yeah. yeah that one as well. But I'd recommend people go see it yeah. if you like horrors. Uh, super superhero, it's weird because you don't you don't see. This is just a strange genre, yeah. horror superheroes, and and at the end. Oh, that was spoiler. Spoilers. 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 No, just uh, vague spoiler. Basically, they they look like they're gonna be having some sequels. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, they're playing Marvel on us. Oh, they they're certainly setting up at least at least a few. <laughs> Right boys, what kind of games have you been playing this week then? Uh, what about you Hugh? 
Oh, I completed What Remains of Edith Finch. Did Ooh. I consider that name right? Did you see that? Edith Finch. What Edith Remains Edith of Finch. Edith Finch. What did remain of that? Uh, what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, it was a walking simulator game. Mm. You went around, interacted with items in a crazy house, saw the story of this kind of immigrant family from Norway. Mm-hmm. The story was really good. Like, he was engrossing. Bit dark, he was about all dead. Yeah, yeah, that was the. the the family's got a curse. Mm-hmm. They all die young and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. that's bad. So it, it, the f- story unfolds the more rooms you go into, and you yeah. explore like different members of the family's rooms. And there's like wee like secret compartments you go through and stuff like that. And yeah, it's it's really nice. It's really short. It's only two hours. Yeah, it's a really it nice little game. How did it look? Was it very eerie? Sort of. It was eerie. Kind of reminded me of Life is Strange a little bit. Yeah. The the style of the graphics. Yeah, like it's like a cartoony sort of looking but it's like set like realistic as well it's got that um, you know that America like the the foresty parts of America yeah like like the northeast and northwest Mm -hmm. like Carolina sort of yeah it's it's got that kind of like autumn look about it all the time as well orangey yellow yeah yeah. they're stylized but it's good it's on um, Xbox Game Pass that's the only reason I played it because I wouldn't have bought it because it was on that I gave it a download you I, won it. A, I won a lot of awards the year it came out so yeah, yeah, for its storytelling it. and the fact it was an indie game as well yeah what I liked about it when I played it was it's when you go into all these rooms and you hear these stories about all the different family members that died you you play as them basically or you, or you, you play out their story mm-hmm. and it's like lots of different games in one so one you're like a, well, you're like a cat mm-hmm. at first you jump out of a, a window onto this tree and you're a cat and then you become a, an owl and you have to catch rabbits uh, and then you know there's another one where you're you're like in a bath as a baby and you need to you like shoot stuff up don't you yeah. to, to knock things ah, down that and, one was super dark uh, um, yeah. but it's you know it's, it's cool it's like loads of wee kind of mini games in yeah. one overarching story which was also a cool. comic book part wasn't there about yeah, one of the ones that was like a she was like a child star mm. and it's a horror comic book part of someone's in the house type thing it was super interesting yeah. worth, worth a play though worth a play oh, yeah. especially if you've got Game Pass and it's very short as well so you can yeah it's only two hours easy easy thousand gamer score as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're still for that how about you Hamish man you played any games this week then that's... I've played I've actually played this twice Guacamelee 2 um, I'm a big fan of the first one it's more of the same you even get like the same abilities and uh, and it's even you know, all the artwork's still the same, but that's not a bad thing because the first yeah. one was really good. I, I loved the first one. I yeah. When uh, me uh, Lomax going through the first one, yeah, yeah. The PlayStation format, it was really fun. Um, the soundtrack's brilliant. Yeah, soundtrack's good, and even just the level design, you know, there's it's obviously like a kind of beat 'em up type thing, and the, the combat's really. See, once you start learning new abilities and running it all together, mm-hmm. it feels really satisfying. Yeah, and also. Uh, I played it on co-op with Ross, and co-op's a lot of fun as well. Yeah, because like you can go like, uh, uh, what was his name again? Is it just Juan? Juan and like misses. Yeah, yeah. Tostada. Tostada. I think Tostada. Um, uh, and you unlock, unlock all the, the costumes and that. 
But no, it's, it's really fun. It's not dead long. It's about eight hours, I think. It, me and Ross played it in one sitting. Yeah. You know. It's a Metroidvania, isn't it? Like, you explore like a, a maze of a level, grabbing different power-ups and stuff. Yeah, basically, and then you, you can go back through it once you've got these power-ups to get through the areas. Oh, that's and that. right. yeah, you've also got like, you know, tricks and stuff, what you need to do, like you hit mm. through portals. And yeah, like, well. there's a thing you can like jump off a wall, so you need to well run up and then run across and jump. Some of it can be really tricky, especially yeah. the, like this little challenge thing where you get these parts of a key to open a door, and some of it can get quite frustrating. But again, it still feels fun to play, so it's not like turn off. Yeah. Frustrating, fuck less. It's, you know, I a try, good, good yeah. level of challenge. Yeah, it's good to feel as well. That's my favorite. Um, no, it was good. <coughs> I liked it. That's good then. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, so, I've been replaying Ninja Gaiden Black uh, for the Xbox. Playing um, it backwards compatible. Yeah, but it was on the Game Pass, so oh, I really? downloaded that for free, so. Uh, I remember that game being one of the hardest games that I ever played when I was younger on the Xbox. I don't know if it's because I was playing with the Duke, the big controller, mm. but uh, I remember just going, this, I'm going to complete this game because it was so hard. No one could, I remember... Like, a challenge? Yeah, I, there was no one could play that game. Anyone who played it was like, this game is way too hard because like, you'd fight the, your master guy right at the start who had like, the nunchucks and he would just beat your ass every, every <laughs> yeah. single time that's so, what a good master does yeah, so, <laughs> it's not so a I, soft start that, so, <laughs> so I was like yeah, I'll see if I, I still can remember how to play it it took me a while but I managed to sort of get pretty far for it in the first two hours I was like I don't remember this game being a lot harder but, um, maybe but, you've just got a lot better I don't know if it's just because I got played it. it so much that my, I've still muscle memory from playing it or like yeah. uh, the controllers like being a lot smaller it made it a lot easier to do all the moves that I was trying to do. Maybe you've just got better hack and slash games. Or maybe the game's just not aged well yeah. for it and it's just very simple. Once I was like, oh I remember I can do that insta kill move and it'll just go and just cop chop everyone's head off and went, alright, maybe that I just was like, oh that's too boring, maybe I want to do all these combos yeah. and stuff. But maybe you're right with the hack and slash because I'm still a big fan of the Devil May Cry games. So when when was the original one out? Oh so that was Xbox, so that was what? Two thousands, mm. nearly, nearly twenty years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to make you feel uh, old. <laughs> yeah, um, but obviously, like we were playing the uh, Rocket League and all that as well. Yeah. We had a good good laugh there. Yeah, when we were we were streaming that. Absolutely, Absolutely. terribly. Yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. streaming it streaming it on Mixer because it was on the Xbox. Yeah, Mixer.com forward slash patches in game. Can rhyme it off now. Yeah, <laughs> you practiced it. <laughs> Yeah, we're not great at that game, are we? Oh, no. God, no. You know, it's because we were playing with Ross and it's 4x4. Four four. <laughs> nothing, nothing against Ross. Oh. He's good at it. Me and him used to play it quite a lot. We played doubles and we got really quite good. <laughs> well, for us, we got good. Yeah. <laughs> I see the 4v4, four four, it's just there's too much going on. It's, it's chaotic, you know, which adds to the fun, but it makes it a lot more difficult to coordinate because there's always going to be some other fucking car trying to hit the ball when you are. But it's a lot of fun. It's, the longevity there's a, an event on just now that summer event mm-hmm. they're always fun because you would play it for the fun anyway but it's good being able to go back and get yeah. some collectibles like, and things like that you know the soundtracks were great because I was just saying playing with the boys just, yeah. I kept singing that <laughs> god it's like I need, you know, just stuck in your head man all that game's like 6-7 years old now yeah. it's still super popular I can remember that came out free for uh, the PSN yeah. one thing it was like, well, I just downloaded that and I remember just playing it for hours and 
uh, I think it was Simon was playing with us and he nearly had like uh, anxiety from playing because like you would get the ball so close and you look he's uh, like I've got to stop playing this guys I think I'm going to have a heart attack <laughs> yeah because you think you're getting it you, you, you think yeah you've uh, got it in you, your sights you get proper tense and then either the ball is slightly too high or someone comes out the side and just cleans you right out uh, he bones you right away <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, the worst thing is when you're you're on the way to it and you're like right, I'm going to hit this and then it's going to go there and then just all of a sudden pff, someone from the side and you're like you dirty bastard <laughs> <laughs> had a plan <laughs> so, wait, so we lost every single game no, no we, we didn't no, no we, we didn't. won some we won some oh, no, in fact you went away and then we won like three in a row <laughs> and then you, you came back and we lost again <laughs> that's nothing to do with uh, me uh, that's just you just don't like teamwork common denomination mate <laughs> you don't you like teamwork uh, so is there any TV shows or anything guys you've been catching up with Netflix, Amazon Prime or anything? Uh, I watched Good Omens oh, I was that that? It, was only, it was only six episodes it was good it's Neil Gaiman and I think I talked about that last week as well Good Omens yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you did David Tennant David Tennant and Michael Sheen yeah, yeah. I'm sure or I wanted to speak about it uh, have you seen it oh, I've seen it all I've seen it halfway right. yeah. it's good though uh, David Tennant is brilliant in anything um, <laughs> Because he's brilliant in Jessica Jones and stuff like that. Uh, like, you know. he, he was probably one of my favourite villains in all the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. playing Kilgrave. Man, he was brilliant. But, and he you know he plays a, a demon in this. And he's still got that sound of thing. It's a bit campy. Mm-hmm. You know, with a, it's Terry Pratchett in it. And Neil Gaiman. Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman wrote it. Yeah, and Terry Pratchett stuff is usually kind of campy. Uh, the Angel and In a good way, though. Oh, yeah. They're in love. Yeah, uh, they well, they're like best friends. Like they, but they they play best off of each friends. other. Really well. um, I know you can't hear that in podcast, well, but I had like, air quotes, air quotes, air, quotes air, bun- air bunnies, air bunnies. Yeah. Um, but no, that was really good, and I was a bit disappointed. It was only six episodes, but then again, it's. Are they leading to new, a new? Uh, are they leading to another season? I don't it's know only got know. one book. It was only a one story. Yeah. So I don't think so. I think uh, Amazon's done a lot of the Neil Gaiman um, adaptions from his, his books. Uh, he's did, um, so hot right now. Yes, so hot. I've been reading his books as well. Uh, he did American Gods. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, because like that's Amazon. He was Lucifer. He wrote. They wrote the original Lucifer comic, Sandman. Uh, there's a few others on. He he wrote Coraline as well have you ever seen that yeah that's yeah, what the one with the buttons and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it's really quite a prolific writer so it's creepy as fuck yeah, yeah it's creepy but I, I I don't think they'll do a sequel to this they might just do another one of his yeah. one off books because yeah. they, did, they did more seasons of American Gods and that was only one book so well that's, so. that's just finished season 2 I've, I've watched that as well is it because like they've got so much more to work with for American Gods because you've got sort of different deities you could work with or play off of or yeah you can expand that yeah and Good Omens is like a compact story yeah a one like, and done yeah, yeah no they, they could definitely leave it and it would be fine yeah. as it is the way that it ended it's getting done I won't spoil for Hugh but <laughs> How about uh, yourself, you hitting on TV or TV shows you've been watching? With John Favreau? Actually, I will oh. bring it round to being more geeky. Have you ever, the movie? Have you, no, it's a TV that show TV about show? him and the guy that trained him for the movie. Right. You know how he does the, the grilled cheese sandwich and he's yeah, like yeah. looking at it and stuff like that. Like, the guy that um, trained him goes with him around places to, to try different food, oh, then right. they cook it later. But in, I think it's the second episode, they've got Tom Holland, Robert Downey Jr., 
uh, a couple of and uh, the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige in it. Wow! And they sit around like eating food and talking about um, Iron Man and stuff like that. And they talk about the food, like because the reason that guy that guy trained him for chef is because he was the food catering guy for Iron Man One and Two. Wow! And, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. And in that show, it was in that show that Pepper Potts, Pepper Potts, Gwyneth Paltrow didn't remember she was in Spider-Man she's uh, like nah I wasn't in Spider-Man I guess and he's that, like yeah. no we were in Spider-Man she's like no nah, I was in the Avengers and he's like no no, no. remember the scene you know, we were in Spider-Man and she's like yeah she was in the scene like um, uh, at the end right at the very right end, end. Yeah, yeah. she cannot remember it she's oh, no, got too much shit going oh, yeah, on yeah. Nah, to be fair a lot of the times oh, yeah. they'll, they'll record loads of that stuff together and yeah. then just cut it and put that in but so but yeah, you think you, would, you think you would know what's going on it's really good especially John Favreau goes around as different filmmakers he went to um Robert Rodriguez's house and he made them like cauliflower pizza and stuff like that oh, yeah. uh, they, just sat, they just talk about food and films and stuff so it's like that it's sort of uh, uh, what was that one it was like the hosting sort of one like uh, dinner with five is it called yeah yeah, yeah like uh, when you have like the people sitting people around the table and they have a conversation yeah four, four people you wouldn't really think sitting together and they're having a conversation about movies and stuff and like this that. one it's mostly about John Favreau making food with this guy uh, and the food they make is based off of, like they go to food trucks and stuff different things like that and mm-hmm. then they go back and make their own version yeah. and John Favreau's a really good cook yeah. and then they talk about obviously making Chef which was a really good film if anybody's yeah. not yeah, seen it it's well. really really good but with Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr and that, they talk about the Marvel Universe quite a lot as well stuff I believe like the Russo's been there as well yeah. that would be very interesting sort of and I, that was before Infinity War came out it was recorded uh-huh. so it's obviously, it's obviously not got like um, uh, the most up to date knowledge, but it's still super interesting. Yeah. And the show is really good as well. What's uh, it, what's it's ten it? episodes, twenty six minutes each on Netflix. What's the food like in it? Is it, it looks like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouth watering. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've seen Chef, see when he makes that mojo pork yeah. oh. and makes the Cubano sandwiches. I was searching. For, I was searching like Google. Like, where can I buy these sandwiches? <laughs> I need this in my veins right now. <laughs> yes. Turns out you can. So then I tried to make it myself and I made like an inferior version, but it was still amazing. <laughs> Is that the one that I made? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I made, really, big, I made really the big pork joint. Yeah. Like, the, film, the film is really good. Yeah. And the TV shows, like, it's super interesting. Yeah, like, John Favreau's a really cool guy. As yeah, I'd think I would love to have a couple of drinks with him and just be like, yeah. he, pick his brain. Yeah. he talks about making, um, what's the film he made with Vince Vaughn? Isn't it? Beginning of their careers, not yeah. swingers. Is it swingers? Swingers, the one who go to Vegas and that. Yeah, yeah, swingers. See if it's not that. But like, sure. he talks about making that, and then he talks about making Iron Man and uh, all the other like Chef and stuff like that, and Iron Man Two. Yeah. So that that, that would for people who are, like geeky stuff. Yeah. That's your link to that. <laughs> what were you done? What have you been watching? Uh, the only thing I've been doing is been catching up on Cowboy Bebop. So, uh, catching up, that's 20 years old. I know, no, but I've, I've watched it a good few times. But catching up because uh, Big Jason hadn't seen it, and he's as big into his anime and stuff like that, being in Japan. And he's like, Yeah, I've always heard about it, but never actually really watched it. So, it's nice re watching that, like, uh, and that's one of those animes that never seem to age. Like, everything about it the style, the music, the, the artwork, yeah, the. It's, the, the the, the stories, the overall characters. The production is was, was top level back then, and it still looks amazing yeah. today. But you think it could come out today and still be as popular? Well, see, we can oh. even see with Netflix has picked up for a uh, live action mm. variant of it. So Who's playing uh, Spike? Uh, 
No, they did. They did announce that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, it was like it's. I would think it still would work, but the problem is it's kind of already been done with like Firefly. Oh, I'd yeah, say like yeah. you know, uh, and that was pretty solid as well. Like the, the when they did Firefly one season and they did Serenity, you know, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, ah, oh, no, that's the best you're kind of going to get close to a Cowboy Bebop. But it didn't have the, you know, the experimental jazz music that sort of gave Cowboy Bebop that sort of edge as well as like the con- the, the fighting and all that. A lot of people don't think, cow- they look at Cowboy Bebop and they're just like, that just looks like Spy or something like that. They it's don't like know a Quentin a- Tarantino yeah. anime. It's, like, it? a, it's, it's like a bounty hunter that it's fights. super stylized. See that, see that episode, I think it's the third one, where he's hungover in the pub and he's trying <laughs> to eat the egg yeah, and yeah. the guy, like the raw eggs and the guy like nudges him and he's like, ah. <laughs> it's not, it's like, again, I'm going to say this, it's not like the anime that you hate. Mm-hmm. It's not pure weeby anime. I watched, I watched it's it when sci-fi. It, I watched it's it when it first came out. John, John Cho. Oh, John Cho, that's right. John we were talking about John Cho doing it. So. Yeah. so is the live action version just going to be like a... So we're not sure. I hope it's going to be episodic because like, I love the way they say that episodes are like records yeah. for it as well. It's like record one. And, uh, but is it going to be just the same stories or is it going to be like a, a new... I would say it would probably be the same story. Because it'll probably, like, probably change compressed me. a lot. Like. They'll probably do episode one one and two back to back you know the Corgi and stuff like that yeah. and then they, when they bring in Ed and stuff like that they'll probably try to do wee things about so everyone sort of like Valentine gets in there as well so it'd be good if they not scene for scene but if they did a good a good run of it and then got the similar ending it would be yeah, impactful as well yeah yeah right. and there is a Cowboy Bebop film as well yeah the movie yeah so I don't know how they're going to bring that into it <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. Netflix don't have a good track record of making live action animes because animes don't turn into live action. Yeah, it's hard to translate. Yeah, because like Death Note wasn't very. Full Metal Alchemist was awful as well. Well, did they? Ah, they did that for Netflix, didn't they? Yeah, and there was another one. Tokyo Girl. Tokyo Tokyo Bleach as well. Oh, Uh, remember they did a Bleach one? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Genuinely, I genuinely forgot the, the flashbacks now. Like, when, when I was younger, all I wanted was a live action Dragon Ball, and now I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> we got evolution, mate. Like, I think they were like, oh, you want one? Here's one. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's about on par with the comics. Uh, the cartoons, isn't it? This is now a two person podcast. <laughs> Are you leaving? <laughs> After that comment. Uh, well, I think that just wraps us up, I think. As well, right. uh, had a good time, boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Keanu again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. We know he's listening. We know he's listening, Keanu. You're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you want to catch up with us, uh, we're on Instagram, patches in official. Twitter, patches in. Gmail, uh, if you want to send us any emails, you can send it to our Gmail one, which is our patches in official at gmail.com. We also do our streaming at mixer.co.uk. We also do uh, streaming at mixer.com slash patches and gaming and also Twitch TV patches and gaming. Anything else you want to add to you to this? Look out on Instagram for when we're randomly streaming as well. Sometimes we're individually playing games and we'll stick up a stream. Yep. Yeah, we've got Crash Team Racing that we're going to be playing later on so we'll throw out the week or maybe next weekend we'll probably be, well, not, week, not next weekend we're away, but oh, we'll, 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 we'll be it. playing it soon so yeah, keep an eye on the Instagram and we'll, we'll put up a wee announcement when we're going to be I'm wearing the odd socks. That's very odd of you. No one can see that. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Strange. So that's a goodbye from here. Bye. That's good. <laughs> and that's a goodbye from Hamish. Bye, everyone. And that's a goodbye from Dom. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>